Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My name is Ali and I came back after living in heaven for exactly 300 years. I'm sure a lot of people would be curious as to know how it felt, so let me start from how I got there. I tried to be a good person, but my horrible temper always got in the way. It was to the point to where I no longer had friends. My family stopped talking to me, including my own mother, father and two sisters. I was only 21 years old, but I was truly alone. I tried to blame everyone around me, but I knew deep down that it was my own fault. Anyway, enough of my sob story. Let me tell you how I died. I got off my shift at the local grocery store and was walking back home. On the way, a man walked up to me and asked if I could spare some money. That he had lost his job and needed to buy food for his children. To make the point, he gestured towards a hungry-looking boy and girl sitting behind him. I just laughed and said, "'It's not that hard to get a job.' Why did you even procreate when you're fucking trash? I couldn't help but laugh again and walked past him when I felt pain erupt from my lower back. The next couple of seconds were filled with a knife plunging into my chest. I don't know when I blacked out, but the next thing I remember was opening my eyes and seeing a woman sitting close to my head, begging me to stay with her. That we were almost there. I blacked out again and before I knew it, I was met with a sense of absolute peace. Before I opened my eyes, I knew I was floating. When I opened my eyes, I saw myself floating through a fog of memories. Through the fog, I could see myself yelling and cussing out my parents and storming out of their house only a year before. That was the last time I ever saw them. The next thing I saw was the time I got pulled over by the cops with my best friend, who I'd known since I was six. Throughout my life, Brad was there for me when I needed him the most. But I took advantage of that. When a cop pulled us over, I took out the seven grams of coke out of my pocket and threw it on the car seat behind me. Brad looked at me with pleading eyes while the cops cuffed him. But I acted oblivious to everything. 
I closed my eyes again and did not open them until I felt solid ground under my feet. With a deep sigh, I opened my eyes and saw around 20 to 30 people standing in front of me. I looked down and saw we were standing on a clear glass of some sort. When I looked back up, I saw I was next in line. I rushed up to a man that stood in front of the largest gate I had ever seen in my whole life. The gate was simple, but it looked like it was made from solid gold. After ogling the gate for a couple of seconds, I looked down at the man in front of me. He was maybe a little over four foot tall. He had a poorly maintained beard that covered half his face. His eyes filled with sadness and disappointment. I am all about recommending new podcasts for you all. And one of my favourites is Maltopia, a new world of horror fiction. Maltopia is a diverse collection of original horror and dark fiction, featuring interconnected standalone stories, limited series, and long-form serials. It's all set within the ever-expanding literary world of Maltopia. One of my favourites is the recent series, The Shepherd of Wolves. And I cannot wait to sink my teeth into the Grimland series. The small team of Maltopia writers delight in creating a richly textured world with a deep mythology, exploring narratives that include everything from powerful antiheroes and fearsome gods to warring cults, mysterious artefacts, secret histories, and so much more. Listen to Maltopia, that's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-E-A. Listen to Maltopia on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to great podcasts. I opened my mouth to ask him who he was, but before I could get a sound out, he spoke in a raspy voice. He said my name and asked me to enter through the gates. Although I was confused, I rushed through the gates and looked around. The road was paved with gold. Bodies made of solid light were walking around everywhere and other people walking around with dreamy expressions on their faces. Besides the people that walked around me, everything else was a mixture of absolute pure light, something far brighter and crisper than you would ever see. The only thing that stuck out like a sore thumb was a man dressed in all red with a piece of paper. Written on that piece of paper was a date – Somehow, whenever the man flipped the paper over, it gave a date of the next day, and then an endless swarm of people surrounded the man. The first 50 years passed by quickly. I met a lot of other people. We talked about our lives, but I quickly became bored. 
You can only talk to so many people before their lives all start sounding the same. We never grew hungry, tired or thirsty. But it never ended my cravings. I wanted to get a good night's rest. I wanted to eat just one carrot and savour all of its taste. I wanted to quench a thirst with a cool glass of water. But all we had was each other and those damn angels that never said a word to anyone. For the next 110 years, I reflected back on my life. It may seem like a long time to think about 21 years, but you can learn a lot about your life just by revisiting the same memory a thousand times. You learn to see things in more than just your own perspective, in ways much more than words can say. It took me 160 years to finally snap. I don't know what came over me, but I wanted to leave this place. I wanted to go to hell. Anything would be better than this. This is when everything around me started to fall apart. It started with me walking up to the bodies of light that we called the angels. I tried talking to them, but they never responded back to a word I said. When I became truly desperate, I tried to attack them in any way possible. But anything that struck them would just go through them. With every attempt, other people would just look at me and they always said the same thing. Keep searching, keep walking, for you will find the answer. Eighty years had gone by since then, and all I had done was failed attempts of attacking angels as well as asking everyone else if they knew what this answer was. Everything was a failure. I started to give up hope, but I started on the longest journey of my life. I turned around and started running as fast as I could. I would still see the man flip the sign over and tell us what the next day was. It was annoying at times, but it really was the only thing that stopped me from going insane. 55 years go by. It is now my 295th year in heaven, and I started to see the gate I walked through three lifetimes ago. Three years of constant running, and I didn't feel like I was getting any closer. The scenery around me changed, but I am now surrounded by body parts and blood lying around everywhere I run. I came across a couple of heads and whenever I see each one, I stop running and ask them what happened. Each one of them would say the exact same thing. Don't look for the truth. The truth won't help you. Endure the punishment. It only gets worse from here. I started to get scared. Not just scared for my life. This was far more. 
I was scared for my soul, the part that will never die, the part that will suffer for all eternity. No matter how bad we were cut up, sliced open, or just cut into dozens of pieces like the people around me now, I wouldn't be able to leave. This was a punishment that would never leave. After three years of running and hearing the same thing over and over again, I started to second-guess myself. But I needed to know it was beyond curiosity. I was trying to get out of the internal suffering I ended up in. Two years later and the start of my 300th year, I approached the gates. I walked up to the man that stood in front of the gate and fell to my knees. I was defeated. He looked at me with the same eyes that were filled with disappointment and sadness before simply just repeating my name. I begged for him to let me out, to let me leave, please. But he would simply say back to me, Learn the truth and you may leave. In between heavy breaths of panic, I told him that he was supposed to tell me the truth. He insisted that I knew the truth. I said the first thing that was on my mind. He chuckled and replied that no, this was heaven. But what made me think that heaven was a good place? That we ruined the paradise that was supposed to be perfect with all our hatred and wars and evils? That we were the ones that continued to do wrong? I wanted to argue with him, but deep down I knew he was right, that I knew the truth. Humans are truly what ruined the world, and why should we have any better in death? We were the ones that truly ruined it. I woke back up and saw the woman talking to me. The same woman who was talking to me before I lived through the most scariest experience of my life. She calmly told me that I was back and I didn't need to worry anymore, that we were almost there. I knew she was mostly saying it for herself, but I gave her my best attempt of a nod. She put the defibrillator back down, and we stayed silent for the remainder of the ride. I'm in the hospital now. I learnt that I was dead for 45 seconds. 45 seconds that created exactly 300 years of heaven as a punishment for me. The doctors are done treating me. Pain is still erupting all over my body. But you have no idea how good that feels. I have a tray of food in front of me. Carrot sticks that I never liked before, but it's bursting with flavour. Water that is quenching my parched throat. And after I finish telling you my story, I am going to get the best night's rest that I have ever had. I have 300 years to catch up on. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.